0: I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is the and that I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short yeah. to stay somewhere in the If you cannot help a person, wow. don't hurt me, especially with one. always just whole
1: essences that bring out the best in other people. It's something that touches other people,
0: and that's what your show does. It doesn't, it's not just conversation as you started. it. It actually
1: has a purpose. All right, all right. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. So uh, this week has been really good for me. This week went by really, really fast. Uh, It's actually really good because I'm in New York right now. I get to hang out with my family. And uh, it's my grandmother's 80th birthday. Yikes. lady's been around for a while. So shout out to you, Grandma. I love you much. So we're going to have her party tomorrow night. So I'm just here. Getting ready to start cooking and whatnot. Anybody in the New York area, drop us a line. Come by, say hello to Grandma. Feed you good. Make sure you drink. That sort of thing. So um, today we have a, a pretty, a pretty intense show. Um, Soy is actually gonna be at an event doing her thing. You know, she networks and she goes places, and at the drop of a dime, she can be out of the country. So we know, we all know how that goes. So. We're going to be talking to a friend of ours, and he's, he's the type of guy that wants to see you do well. So whatever it is that you need, he believes that you have a specific skill set that will allow you to do exactly what you want to do. His job is to uncover it. Now, he and I spoke before, and he said to me, Brandon, I just want to make sure people get it. Like, what do you mean by that? And I'm going to let him tell you, but he was just like, I just want to make sure people get it. So, David, David, tell me, how do people get it? Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah, hey, good to, good to be with you, Brandon. Listen, that's really exciting about your grandmother, 80 years old. I think one of the things we don't do today is I think we don't give our elders enough, enough of a pedestal. I mean, 80 years of life is a lot to learn from a lot of mistakes, to learn from a lot of good things to learn from. So, I'm super excited about that. Um, I'm excited for you. So, it's a great time to celebrate. Uh, a little bit about me um, I spent a lot of years working in uh, the public sector, a lot of years working for the state, kind of social work, but I've also spent a lot of time working with entrepreneurs and people who've been highly successful. And I've had a career where I've seen like people at the worst, at worst positions in life, and then I've had positions where I've seen people at their best in life and it got me thinking about well what's the difference between one person over here doing extremely well and one person over here who almost everything seems to go wrong for and after kind of spending a lot of time trying to figure out what makes people tick I've really directed myself into deciding that I want to be able to share what I've learned share what I know share my skill with everyday people who are not making basically the life that they want to live, the life that they know they should live, and I think it's a tragedy that not everybody can lay down at the end of, end of the day and be like, oh, I'm so, I'm so, you know, I'm so excited with how my day went. I'm so satisfied with where my life is at. I'm so happy with my position in life. And I think if if not everybody can do that, then we've got a problem. So. What I'd like to do, what I want to spend my life doing, what I've done with my website and what I do with shows like this is just to be able to share the information I have, to be able to empower people who already have the ability to steer them in the right direction to make that life, whether it's relationships, whether it's business, whether it's just personal development. I want to be able to help people and empower them to be able to live the life, as I like to say, that they were born to do.
1: Mm, I like that so you want to help people live the life that they were born to do. Yeah, this is good. Now this is a that, now that now Let me just say this. That's a tall order. That's a tall oh, yeah. order. So and there's no doubt in my mind that you have been and are very successful at this. So I got to I got to know and the people really need to know how do you do what you do? So what's the what's what, what do you do to to get somebody to really see you or appreciate that? Um and what is a superficial win?
2: Sure. Good, good stuff. Um, so what I, one of my goals, or a couple of my goals are, and I like to break it down to real simple steps. Um, I, like to, uh, I like to say a couple of things. Number one, uh, your thoughts are your actions. So what you dwell on, what you think on, you know, eventually, predominantly will become an action. Uh, another thing I like to say is that you don't know what you don't know. So in real life, what that would look like is, if you if you're very frustrated with your situation in life, maybe you don't like your job, maybe you want to start a business or something like that, but you constantly think, oh, it'll never change, it'll never get better, uh, you know, blah blah blah, any type of thought. Eventually, that's the action that will come out. Or if you're dating. And you think, I'll never find the right guy. Everybody just wants to take advantage of me. You know, love is overrated. That's going to come out in your relationships. So those actions will come out manifested from your thoughts. And the second thing is that you don't know what you don't know. So even if you do get your thinking right, which a lot of people do, we wake up and we say, today is going to be a good day. I'm going to do this. You don't know what you don't know. So if you don't know how to do something you've never done, even though now you've got your thinking right and you've got you know, your goals and your plans all set up, if you don't have somebody to guide you, somebody to actually teach you something, even with the best intentions, you may not be successful at it because you don't know what you don't know. And so a superficial win would be, I think, somebody just saying, hey, you know, I had a positive attitude today. Nothing went well. So, you know, hey, at least everything went bad. I'm not satisfied with it, but at least I kept a positive attitude. That's, that's a good thing, but it's kind of superficial in the sense that you took that, you know, that power that you had and weren't able to turn it into something. And I think that's where a lot of people end up getting frustrated because they have the right attitude, the right frame of work, which in itself takes work, uh, and then being able to kind mm-hmm. of bring it home. It creates that uh, that frustration sometimes where we kind of create a set of pattern where we get frustrated, and then we say, and then the next time we say, well, what's the point? You know, we don't say that, but it comes out. I think in those kind of areas, yeah, that's kind of what I like to work on, uh, whether it's through speaking or, or talking to people one on one, and and secondly, the reason. Uh, and of course, all that's good information. You can get that online. There's plenty of people who who do that, right? Uh, this is the age mm-hmm. of the internet. Anybody can Google information. Mm-hmm. But my personal skill, wh- what I what I bring to the table, is that I can really quickly. I I, I have the ability to read people, um, and I can really quickly identify patterns mm-hmm. and like patterns of behavior, ways of thinking that that some people can go years without saying. I can't put my finger on it, and I could say you know what, I'm hearing what you're saying, and I think this is the area that's holding you back. And so when somebody can actually say, like, for for instance, with me, I'm going to be totally honest with you, um, I love to exercise. I love to exercise. However, uh, I eat when I'm I'm emotional. I'm an emotional eater. And if I'm not careful, right, if I'm watching TV or if I'm not feeling so good about something, I'll tend to reach for a snack or something. And unless Mm -hmm. I can identify, hey, this is what you're doing, uh, all the exercise in the world won't really fix that that tiny little area, so it's kind of little things like that that always keep us back or hold us back that we always have to address. I call it default behaviors that we continually do.
1: Okay, so that that's actually really good. And so you touched on a lot of different points. So let me just you know recap. So yeah. We know that thoughts are actions Okay. And we've, we've discussed that before with, with, the, with, the, with the listeners. Thoughts are actions. So as you think it, so it's going to be. You think good, good stuff will start moving towards you. It does not happen overnight, okay? So that's how we develop these superficial wins is that we sit there and say, hey, I kept the attitude, you know, a positive attitude for a whole half mm-hmm. hour, and then I got yeah. a bad phone call, and uh, it doesn't work. This doesn't work. This is stupid. I'm going to go back to my default behavior, and just start doing it anyway because it's only going to happen like that anyway. Guys, superficial win. Dave, the expert, is saying that this does not work. You have to make a decision and stick with it. It's just like working out. Oh, I did arms for 20 minutes today. I, have, I don't have, you know, 32-inch guns right now. Not going to work.
2: <laughs> okay?
1: You can't do 27 squats and have a big booty all of a sudden. It does not work like that. You got to keep it up. Is it, am, I, am, I, am I somewhere in the, in the right uh, vicinity bingo. here Dave
2: Bing, bingo and I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm all about doing something different every day Do, doing something different get out of your comfort zone because we all act a certain way whether, whether we like to think so or not the fact of the matter is we're not really that in control of our life. We really give up control. Like I had a, uh, one of my old pastors used to say, your car could drive you to work. How many times have you done that where you've, you've <laughs> got halfway to work and you're like, I don't remember driving here? <laughs> right. So we, ha- we have these things that we do literally almost automatically. I have a – I like to say it like this. Have you ever been walking like – and you're just anywhere, just maybe out at the park or you're walking or – and you like hit your hand as you swing your arm? Have you ever Mm -hmm. realized how much force you have just swinging your arm? Our decisions are like that. The things that we do without thinking every day have that much weight and that much power that we don't actually even think about. So I always challenge people to try to do something different every day. So if you go to work and you don't ever say hi to anybody or you've never had a conversation with somebody, do something different. If you've never uh, taken a leadership role, if you've never kind of – volunteered for something, do something different. So I'm always about getting out of your comfort zone, changing those behaviors, doing something different. Why? Because the default behaviors that we have are always, it's like this, a lot of us live in a cycle. If it's a relationship cycle it'll go something like this. How many times have you heard this? I'm always picking the wrong guy. Or um, I always get this kind of job or things always end up this way. Why? Because as much as you want them to change in your mind and as positive as you are about a situation, if you are doing the exact same decision every time, if you're acting the same way, if you're treating every situation the same, the results will always be the same because that's the behavior that you've learned and that's the behavior that you practice the most and that's the behavior that you do without thinking about it just like when your car drives you to work
1: Mm. so in a relationship how does that work so i know that a lot of our listeners they have they have relationship questions so if if you have the formula which we all think you do if you have the formula how does this happen in a relationship so let's take for example this young lady she has a husband that was abusive or verbally abusive, physically abusive, whatever the situation is. She had boyfriends that were the same type of guy. She has a current that's the same type of guy. Yep. I personally think, hey, listen, you must like it in some way. You know, so if I was giving this person advice, I would say, hey, look, you know what? I don't want to talk to you about this anymore. Clearly you like this type of behavior. Clearly this is your thing. This is what you what you go to. Um I might not say this is your default uh relationship choice, but I would definitely say, Hey, look, you have the ability to change it. Just if a guy shows you abuse, don't be abused. You know, don't be abused. So, what what is it here with the psychological makeup of the whole situation? What is it here that this individual needs to do? Because I'm tired of listening to it. I don't want to hear you complain about it anymore. So, at <laughs> yeah. this, right? So at this point, what does yeah. this person do?
2: You know, I knew somebody in a relationship like that, and this is what I used to say. I used to say that she could. I said and I said that it'd be funny that every day she could probably go to like a video store. Actually, they don't have those anymore. She can go to like a coffee <laughs> shop. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Wright, the guy who, who would actually open doors for her, he probably looks at her every day and she doesn't even notice him. And the reason I say that is because these, like the situation that you described where somebody's in an abusive relationship, we have to find out what they're attracted to in the first place. Perhaps the abusive relationship, the abusive kind of guy, that might be normal to her maybe somebody in her family was that way maybe and the other thing i too is maybe it wasn't a childhood trauma if you stay Mm -hmm. in relationships like that that's going to become normal to you so when you finally do decide to leave him the normal thing to you is going to be somebody just like him so it may Mm -hmm. look like like you said well you like that you know you keep going to it i'm sure they hate it but it's normal it has become normal because they said, well, this is what I'm used to, so this is my default. If a guy really loves me, he's intense and passionate, and and he gets angry and jealous because he really cares. But once you begin to realize that's not normal, I'm gonna go out of my comfort zone, and even though I'm not comfortable with a guy who's not passionate or jealous, this guy can love me even more in a different way that doesn't have to hurt. So when you Mm. normalize things like that, That's what you're gonna find. You can leave Mr. Wrong, but you will find another Mr. Wrong because that's what's normal to you. So he's gonna have the same kind of traits, the same type of tendency towards violence, the same possessiveness, the same control, because that's normal. So what I would suggest to somebody like that, number one, like you said, hit the road, you know, get rid of that guy. But Mm -hmm. I would say, like I said, uh, your actions, your thoughts are your actions. So you need to begin to say, okay, do I like that? No. Do I want to be treated that way? No. What do I want? What do I deserve? I deserve this. I want this. Begin to think that way. Secondly, you don't know what you don't know, right? So you don't know why you're attracting those guys. So the next time you start dating, uh, I would say get a friend and say, hey, what's, what's your vibe on, 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 you know, Mr. Right? Nope. Keep it moving. Um, so maybe find somebody who's going to show you, like, like you said, you have your uh, your grandmother's. Birthday party, 80 years old. We all have somebody mm-hmm. like that in your life. Go to someone like that and say, mm-hmm. hey, you know, Grandma, you know, what does what is, what is an ideal guy look like? You know, X, Y, and Z. Mm. So, like I said, changing your behaviors, understanding what's normal to you and what you'll settle for, what you won't settle for. When you begin to look at things like that, your life looks totally different because you're kind of looking at it from the outside instead of this is what I do every day. So when you step outside and say, what is it I'm doing that's getting me these results? That's where you make those changes. And that's how you can make success a default behavior, something you do. You can be successful without even thinking about it. And that's the purpose of of my website. That's the goal I want to try to get across is to teach people to be successful as a default behavior, something you do without thinking. Like imagine waking up and being successful at everything you do without even having to think and stress and fret about it.
1: Absolutely. I, I would love I would love that. So speaking of your website, let's get let's get the website out there. What's your website?
2: Uh succeed by dot yeah, com. Succeed by default. However you enter it, all one word, uh, that's my mm-hmm. website, that's where you can find me, got my blog. From there you can find my social media, Twitter, Facebook. I'm active on both.
1: Okay, perfect. And so like you have newsletters that you send out to people or you know, like do you yeah. have anything to give okay.
2: All right, good. Yeah, you can so, sign, guy, sign up for a mailing list. Yeah, you got that. Uh, and, and I love to, as you can tell, I love to talk. So message me. And I, I'm, I'm pretty available. You know, I love to help people. So whatever, man, I'm available.
1: Perfect. So uh, on the website, sign up for the newsletter, okay? Get in contact with Dave. Make sure that, you know, you, you, you have your questions lined up because, as, as you know, he is an intense kind of guy. I have one more question. And then um, I'm going to let you tell me some other stuff. So we talked about relationships. We talked about the individual business. Everybody Mm -hmm. wants to make money. How do I wake up a millionaire?
2: Uh, Good question. Good question. Now, like I said, you know, you don't know what you don't know. For me, Mm -hmm. when it comes to money, I'm not really a super business guy. I'm learning. I'm taking my own advice. Um, I've had to change and do a lot of stuff myself. So here's here's what I what I'm currently doing myself. Uh, number one, I have to change the way I think about money. I have to change the way I think about work. I have to change the way that I think about um, you know savings and and investment. Uh, so I have to change the way I think about that me personally. And I have an emotional tie to money. Uh, I'm very funny about money. Sometimes I make bad financial decisions because I have an emotional mm. attachment to money. So what I'm working on is trying to change that emotional attachment to money. And that's huge because money doesn't have any value except for the cost of it. But I put an emotional attachment to money. Like, money makes me feel good. and And it's not necessarily bad, but it affects the way I manage my money. So I'm trying to get rid of that emotional attachment to money. The second thing is, I believe that if you, um, if, if you can actually make those changes in your life in the way you think, the way you act, the way you pursue success in your life, the way you pursue success in relationships, if everything is stable at home, if everything is stable in your love life, if you're confident in the person you, who you are, you're going to be a better worker. Your mind is going to be free from drama and problems and stresses which will help you be in a better position to come up with maybe an entrepreneurial idea, to be able to have the time and resources and support to be able to make an idea work. So I may not be able to tell you, hey, here's how you go from zero to 100,000. I'm sorry, I'm not that guy. But I can tell you how to get in a position to go from zero to 100,000.
1: And so what will be the first step to take on that journey? I mean, so, well, excuse me, the first step after changing the way you think. Um, You said you had an emotional attachment to money. So some people, myself, I used to be like that too. I don't want to spend the money. I'll get it and I want to hoard the money, right? And Mm -hmm. then I found myself being miserable because I could never, ever get (laughs) anything that I liked because I was too busy hoarding the money. You know, I had a nice little savings, but that's all I had was just savings and it was never going anywhere, right? So the reason yeah. why we make money is to spend it, enjoy it, invest it, you know, whatever the yeah. case may be, as opposed to just using it, you know, to live, you know, or to survive rather. So yeah. if somebody else is like that, like you, like me, what is this, what is the next step for this person so that they can be uh, successful? You know, well, excuse me, okay. the next step before they go to your website, but after they change how they think, what would be the next step?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, for me, uh, like I said, I had the, the emotional attachment to money. So I, I, I work backwards. Like, Believe it or not, like I, I actually say that if you're starting right from zero, like you call me up or, or you meet me face-to-face, I bump into you at Publix or something like that, at a grocery store, and you say, hey, give me some great advice. Let, let me do something I could do today. I actually like to work backwards because if I give you advice today, you're going to use the default behaviors that you do every day and take that advice and it's not going to work because you're applying it to like already a foundation that's not set you up for success. So I always like to work backwards uh, with a clean slate. So if I say, well, you know, I had an emotional attachment to money, then I say, well, where does that come from? Well, I, I put that attachment to my work. And so then I'm like, well, I was just working to get money to have that emotional attachment to it. I didn't want to let it go. I didn't want to invest it. I didn't want to, you know, make extra payments or do this or that because I had emotional attachment. So, I separate the work from the money now. It's like, okay, I don't, th- this cash doesn't represent my blood, sweat, and tears, and it was miserable, and I had to make this. Now that money is an object, it's just a resource, and I want to make the best use of that resource in spite of how I feel about it. So, definitely separating myself from that emotional attachment and then um, releasing that emotional attachment from the work that's attributed to it, for me, for me, and that's my personal issue. Uh, somebody else's issue with money may be completely different uh, like like you know you said that you hoarded it which is completely different than what I did even though we had the same type of emotional attachment so I like mm-hmm. to work backwards and get to the root of it because when you get to the root of it then you can actually move fo- your progress can uh, multiply that much faster
1: absolutely I like that
2: So yeah, it's the attitude about money that's it Absolutely.
1: The, so it's it's all about how you think. Again, guys, it's all about how we think. So uh, I just want to do one more thing, and I'm going to just kind of synopsize everything that we talked about for our late listeners. So the number one thing that I took away from this today is we have to break our comfort zone. Um, not only do we have to start thinking more aggressively towards what we want, we have to break that comfort zone. So, guys, if you're talking about, or ladies specifically, well, Everybody, but if ladies specifically, if you're talking about Mr. Wright is nowhere to be found in Atlanta or New York or wherever, if Mr. Wright is nowhere to be found, I challenge you, I challenge everybody to say hello and shake somebody that you don't know's hand every day for the next two weeks and see what happens. Okay? If you're looking for a relationship specifically, shake a guy's hand. All right? Guys, if you're looking for a relationship specifically, shake a lady's hand. Introduce yourself to somebody that you don't know every day, and just see what starts happening. What I think is going to happen, based off of what Dave said, is it's going to start changing the universal energy a little bit. Stuff's going to start moving around. Okay, the the universal get it. Hey, look, it's time to start mixing it up. Let's stir the pot a little bit. You're letting your car drive you to work, and that's not the way to meet new people. That's not the way to do new things. So that was the biggest thing that I took away from today. Uh, Also, let's not have these superficial wins. A lot of people, and I used to be like this myself, will have a superficial win. Oh, I did this for an hour. I did this for a couple of days. It's not working. Same thing with losing weight. You got to keep up with it. Same thing with working out. You got to keep up with it. So, Dave, what what do you have? What's the last thing that you want to tell our listeners? What's the last thing that you want them to make sure they get?
2: Definitely. One thing I want to make sure that everybody gets is, number one, you have the power to make your life whatever you want. Number two, I want to make this very clear. You have to understand why you do what you do. A lot of times, well, I actually, I'm a thinker. Like I, I just think, 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 think. And I actually, when I approach a problem, I'll go for a run. I'll go work out. I'll just take some time to walk and go think. Now, I don't know how many people do that. I don't know how many people go take an hour or two and evaluate who they are, what their purpose in life is, what their decisions are leading up to. I think many of us are too busy for that and that's something we don't do. So what I do is I speed up that process and I can help you get right to that point, but you can do it yourself. Take some time to say, who am I? Why do I make this decision every time? What am I looking for in a relationship? What am I looking for out of a job? What am I looking for out of life? And okay, why do I do things this way? Why do I react this way? Why do I think this way? Oh, this comes from, this happened when I was nine. You know, something happened, my grandfather said he would give me this penny, he never gave me that penny, and ever since I've hoarded money. Or somebody said they Hmm. would take me to Disneyland, they never took me, so I don't ever trust people. When you can actually get to the root of why you do what you do, you will understand your default behaviors. When you understand them, then you can truly make those changes that will allow those new and good habits, behaviors, thoughts, to take root and lead you in a different direction. Huge. Humongous. Like that.
1: I hope everybody got that. That is huge. That's huge. So I'm going to encourage everybody to listen to this show again. Dave, it's been great. Um, One more time, give us your contact information. This guy is amazing. Clearly he has what it takes to make you better. What's your, what's your contact information again, Dave?
2: Appreciate that, Brian. It's been a pleasure to be here. You can find me at my website, Succeed by Default. From there, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, uh, look, I'm in business to make money, but I don't mind talking to people. I love to be engaged. Ask me something. Talk to me. Uh, I'm always available. I, and read my blog. I got. I really put some really good stuff on there. Reread it. That's, that's valuable information. Um, so just get in touch with me. I'd love to meet new people. I'm always available. So just want to make myself put myself out there. So you know, there's always somebody out here who can uh, help you take that first step in.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, guys. Meet <laughs> Dave. <laughs> He's awesome. So. <laughs> I just want to I just wanna finalize at the coffee shop. Um, David, was great having you. Guys, tune in next week. We're going to have another great topic. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You'll have to tune in. Check us out on the website, Coffee Talk with Soy. Do not be shy. Hit us up. We will hit you back. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great week.
0: Love this show, Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had! Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app Coffee Talk with Soy from your app store. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. Stay connected, stay connected, folks, by visiting the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com, as well as looking for us under your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Remember, the size of the problem is never the issue. Remember, it's the size of you. Be great, because you are awesome. Tell them Soy said so. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.